Hello, everyone, and welcome to the official Queens United Chess podcast. I'm your host, Anisha Oberoi, the Communications Director of Queens United Chess. For those of you that don't know, Queens United Chess is a nonprofit organization that aims to bridge the gender divide in chess and make chess accessible to all youth. So in today's episode, we're bringing on a very special guest. She's a senior at Walter Payton College Prep, where she's the captain of the chess team that recently placed third at the 2023 IHSA State Tournament. She's the champion of the ICA Youth Invitational 2022 Tournament for Girls K-12 and even represented Illinois at the Ruth Herring National Tournament of Girls State Champions. Without further ado, I'd like to introduce the co-founder of Queens United Chess, Maggie Tiskanova. Hey, Anisha. Thanks. Thanks for having me for the podcast. I'm so excited that we're able to launch our first episode together. I know. Thank you so much. I really appreciate your time. So I really want to get to know your story. So take us back to what your first introduction to chess was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. So I I grew up in a chess family. So kind of a fun fact about my family is that my parents actually met each other in their college chess club. So chess has uh, chess has been a big part of our family. Um, like my grandparents played, uh, my dad and mom played too. Um, but I never started playing tournaments until um, until the fifth uh, until fifth grade. So I knew how the pieces moved from a young age, but um, but I only started playing competitively in like fifth and sixth grade. And so since then, uh, I've been able to play on my middle school chess teams and now on my high school team. So, and now chess is a really uh, big part of my life, both uh, playing competitively, but also uh, being really involved within Queens United too. So who would you say has got to be your biggest inspiration in chess growing up? Yeah, I'd probably have to say my dad. Uh, My dad is a master in chess. So he, I think he, um, inspired me to continue playing competitively. He's a role model for me, both not only in chess, but in other areas of my life as well. Um, but I think he's definitely been a role model for me um, just because, you know, I have such a close family member who plays yeah. chess, but there's so many, um, you know, wonderful tournament players that as I've gotten older have, um, you know, still continued to inspire me with the work that they do both on the board, but also um, their comp- accomplishments and contributions to the chess community. Um, you know, beyond their competitive playing. So just to, I guess, to name a few people, um, I think uh, Jennifer Shahadi is a great role model yeah. for other girls. Um, you know, of course, Chess Women's Girls Club, um, you know, and so many other events throughout the year. And and just a lot more um, like tournament players throughout the year. I think I was really lucky to grow up, you know, playing chess, you know, within Chicago, within Illinois, which is a big chess state. So just some of the older, um, you know, some of the upperclassmen or some of the older girls that I think that I always looked up to growing up. So the Aria Hosley, um, she was at Whitney Young before and now she's in college at Northwestern. She was also a great role model for me in middle school and in high school with her amazing chess accomplishments too. And just, and there are so many other players that I can't even think to name of too. Yeah. A lot of role models growing up too, and I've and I've been so lucky to have made so many friends uh, within the chess community too. That's great to hear. So you did co-found Queens United in 2019, and the organization is helping so many young students and female chess leaders. So I want to know what your inspiration behind Queens United was. Yeah, so we founded the organization in 20 in the winter of 2019. So a few months uh, right before the pandemic lockdowns. Um, it was founded by myself and Lizzie Brain. She's currently um, a college student um, at Harvard. Actually, we both went to the same high school, but now she's at Harvard. 
And we started just um, volunteering um, at a local school. So we taught chess lessons there once every other week. And, and that was a great time to, you know, not only like volunteer our time and help like teach the kids chess, but also um, improve our own uh, chess teaching skills as well. But then I think um, once the you know, once the lockdowns um, happened and and we had to transition like our teaching um, from the in-person to the virtual format, uh, we started to realize how um, just how important it was for girls in the chess community to really find, you know, find a sense of community, find a sense of belonging and be able to give back to the chess community. So that's what um, Queens United and, you know, that's how all of our programs and and that's where we really, really started to develop um, like our mission and what we really wanted to accomplish um, and help provide for youth in Chicago. So we aim to address two main problems within the chess community. Uh, one is the lack of girls. Um, you know, only 15% of competitive chess players in the U.S. are female. And, you know, Lizzie and I both experienced that growing up. You know, we were often, um, you know, just one of few um, girls at tournaments that had hundreds yeah. of participants. Um, and even on our high school chess team, we were the only girls. And then when she left for college, I was the only girl on the, on the varsity team. So that was one thing that we wanted to address within the community. But the second main problem we wanted to address were the cost barriers associated um, with chess. So oftentimes lessons and tournaments um, can, can be really costly. They can cost hundreds yeah. of dollars. So that's why all of the programming that we wanted to provide to our students that we taught uh, would be offered at no cost and taught by a team of female high school chess leaders. So that's how, um, that's how Queens United came about. That's how our mission um, and story was. And it's been really, um, it's been really inspiring and just amazing to see how the organization grew from just us two um, back, back in my freshman year, three years ago. And now it, um, it has a team of over 30 instructors, um, not only in Chicago, but across the country and has impacted uh, hundreds, hundreds of students um, so great to across, hear. across the city. So it's been really uh, yeah, really amazing to see uh, the growth and everything. Yeah. So what was your support system like from your school and community first starting up Queens United? And did you face any barriers or obstacles while trying to really build Queens United? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, um, I think the chess community itself is really supportive. Um, everyone is really nice within the chess community. Um, and especially when we were trying to um, like build our lessons, build our programming, um, you know, starting from in-person, but then going into the virtual format. And now we're doing a mix of both. Um, I think everyone's just been really supportive, like helping us like with technology. We've been having to um, like find our own ways, um, like learning our own, um, learning tech from our own side communications and just being able to communicate with other um, organizations and people within the chess community. So yeah, everyone's definitely been super nice. Um, I think actually when we first started teaching in-person lessons, um, we actually had a, uh, a very generous parent from um, high school and, and, a, and a chess parent within the chess community. Um, she actually helped provide us chess sets that we could use to teach our lessons. Um, and so that was, uh, that was really nice. Miss um, Nicole Heller, she uh, was really helpful in providing us with the sets, but also giving us advice and mentorship um, as we grew as an organization. And outside of, um, like our parents have also been really supportive. We also had great um, friends and other girls within the organization that, um, that really helped, you know, expand the organization. 
I think um, just everyone within the chess community is generally really supportive. And, and yeah, back to your question about some of the challenges we experienced. I think the biggest challenge was going from our in-person lessons to the virtual format. We really had to rethink how we would even teach chess online. You know, it's completely different than um, than teaching chess in person and still being able to engage students and still be able to reach a, a young audience of like third through fifth grade students. So being able to um, to contact and uh, and you know communicate with Chicago Public Schools and Renaissance Nights, David Heiser and Alicia Taylor um, were were really helpful in helping us um, bring chess to Chicago Public Schools through the CPS Chess Queens program. So. No, really no negative things to say. Yeah, everyone yeah. has really been really helpful and in helping us uh, start initiatives and um, and integrate them into, um, you know, different classroom curriculums to, uh, you know, to be able to bring chess to more, uh, to more students across the city. And as you did mention, um, in 2020, Queens, Queens United did have to make the transition from an in-person to remote learning style. And I want you to just like describe that process a little bit more and like the adjustments that Queens United had to make. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so when we were teaching in-person lessons with Lizzie at a local elementary school, we um, oftentimes in our lessons, we like had a little presentation about a chess piece mm -hmm. and then had the students um, learn about like different pieces throughout um, each chess lesson and then be able to practice it with each other um, in each in uh, each in each time we gave the chess lesson. I think a lot of the time, um, often we were the ones creating the slideshow. So we were finding images, we were trying to find um, cute engaging videos for the kids. But because it was our, um, you know, our first time teaching, you know, a class of 20, 25 third graders, oftentimes it was just us coming up with the curriculum. And then I think in uh, the virtual year, a big challenge was um, still being able to um, like engage students talk with each other because in person you can always point out like oh like the rook moves like um this square and this square like it can move vertically and horizontally and it's pretty easy um it's more simple to point it out on the chessboard but when you go in the virtual year you have to come up with a way to uh point it out on the digital board and make sure yeah. the student like sees that you're pointing on the board when they're paying attention or um, or to just, you know, be engaging virtually because that's um, that's definitely a different, um, you know, medium to, to come across um, for kids. So at the end of 2020, at the beginning of 2021, we were um, we were fortunate to be able to um, to collaborate with Chess Kid and be able to mm -hmm. use a classroom uh, curriculum planner in all of our lessons. And that was um, really helpful because we were able to use use their um, use their curriculum, use their material in all of our lessons uh, within the Chicago schools we were working at. And that made it um, not, not only easier for us to follow and teach, but also made it the lesson so much more engaging for the students. And we actually, now that we're back um, in person, you know, we have both in-person and virtual lessons now, we still use um, the classroom curriculum planner, um, even in our in-person lessons, you know, playing a video, solving the puzzles together, and then helping yeah. the students um, move the pieces over the board. So yeah, I think um, the virtual year definitely taught us, um, you know, to learn more tools, to use more um, different platforms for chess teaching. Now that we're in person, we're able to use both our experience from the in-person teaching and from the online year. And speaking of lessons, I do know that our spring lessons are starting soon. So can you talk a little bit more about the lessons that we do offer our students? 
Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So at Queens United, we offer lessons um, first through our CPS Chess Queens program. So those are all of the lessons within Chicago um, schools that are part of the CPS Chess Queens program. So this year we're teaching at Ogden East Elementary, Alex Haley, um, and Lincoln Elementary and a few other schools. And we're also offering lessons through our uh, Queens United private lessons. So uh, we had a summer session last summer, we had a fall session that just wrapped up last week, and now our spring lessons are starting next week. So these lessons are both private or in small group, and, um, and our Queens United instructors um, teach students you know, the basics of chess movement or if, um, or if the student already knows how the pieces move, they go over a different strategy and that also follows. Um, you know, both the Chess Kid Classroom Planner, but also some other resources that, um, that we think are helpful in our lessons. And yeah, and those lessons are, um, they're not just, you know, following um, like a curriculum and guiding students through all of the piece movement and strategy, but, um, but because our instructors, we, you know, we are, we are still high school students. Um, I think those lessons, uh, we try to make them more engaging for the students. So the students uh, get to really feel like they have a friend, they really have a mentor. Uh, within the chess community so you know we don't we try to incorporate different like videos or bring different like chess articles um you know sometimes learning about like the Botis sisters or watching um or like maybe featuring um like a cool move that maybe Magnus Carlsen made in a tournament like a few weeks ago so we try to incorporate make the lessons um like really engaging for the students um but yeah and that and again, our fall session wrapped up last week and our spring lessons are starting this week. So that'll be really exciting. But so we'll be able to offer lessons to more students again. I think it is definitely about like kind of like forming that relationship and connection with your students so that the lessons are definitely mm -hmm. a lot more fun and entertaining. Yeah. So um, were there any other changes to the programs that Queens United offered, like coming out of remote learning mm -hmm. besides lessons? Yeah, so in the virtual year, we offered our lessons, um, our virtual lessons, and we hosted um, a couple tournaments uh, that were all virtual. But last year we started, um, and this year we started transitioning to more in-person programming. So in the virtual years, we also had a girl power club that was every week. Um, we actually had over 20 girls. Um, we were able to connect over 20 girls in our weekly clubs around Chicago that met virtually and we had like chess lessons, you know, fun mentorship activities. And, um, and then, you know, last year as people were kind of transitioning to more of like a virtual and like an in-person sort of thing, uh, those club meetings were monthly and now we're trying to do more in-person events. So I'm um, at different local tournaments in Chicago and, you know, hopefully at the All Girls Nationals um, that's mm -hmm. upcoming in, in about two months. Um, we're going to be trying to do in-person girls clubs or in-person activities for younger girls. So, um, so definitely as, you know, as, you know, the pandemic subsides and um, like lockdown restrictions ease, we'll definitely be incorporating more like in-person activities um, compared to some of the virtual ones, because we think in-person connection is so important to yeah. building like, lasting relationships, lasting friendships, and, you know, just being role models for younger students. So, yeah, those are some of the biggest changes um, that we've experienced. And how can young girls involve themselves into the Queens United community? Yeah, um, young girls can definitely. So if you're a high school high schooler, so 
um, ninth through 12th grade or in eighth grade as well, you can apply to be a Queen's United ambassador. So you can find the link um, on our website, learn more about what we've done um, and our impact within um, you know, Chicago and the country and apply to be ambassadors. So you'll be able to be involved not only through teaching lessons, but also being part of our different teams like communications, marketing, creative, um, and some of those teams. And if you're in seventh grade, you're also able to apply to be a junior ambassador. So you'll be able to co-teach a lesson with a high schooler or um, you know, still be able to get some experience by being part of some of the other teams. And, and yeah, and if you're a younger student um, and you're interested in learning more about chess, um, you know, improving your chess skills, um, always be on the lookout for some of the events we're hosting or or if we have spaces available in our spring or, or you know, later in the summer, our summer session, um, that's a great way to, um, to still be involved, um, you know, by, by connecting with, uh, you know, with an older, with a high school student to, to teach lessons. Um, and also feel free to subscribe uh, to our newsletter at the bottom of our website. Uh, that's sent out once every two weeks and you'll be able to learn more about what we're doing, how to be involved, and um, and learn more about up, upcoming chess events um, in in um, you know in the local area. So, what is your hope for Queens United Chess? Where do you hope to see it go in the future? Yeah, I hope uh, Queens United will be able to impact. Um, hopefully, you know, I'll kind of throw a number out there, but um, but I think you know as we continue to grow and. Um, you know, grow as a team, both like with instructors and students. Hopefully, my goal is to impact over 10,000 students. Um, I think, um, you know, being able to um, create initiatives, what we've done with Chicago with the CPS Chess Queens program, being able to adopt uh, similar programs um, in different cities. So, yeah, either, um, in Detroit or New York, I think that'll be a great um, way for younger students to be able to uh, to receive uh, chess instruction from someone that they can actually relate to. Um, and yeah, just being able to host more uh, virtual events, connect with ambassadors from across the city. Um, I've been able to make so many friends through Queens United and, um, and it just makes my chess playing and chess experience so much more enjoyable. So yeah, hopefully yeah, Queens United will still be able to, to continue to grow as an organization, provide chess to more students. And um, yeah, I'm really excited to see what the future will hold. So to, to end the episode, I want to ask what your biggest piece of advice would be to a young girl who wants to start playing chess. Yeah, my biggest piece of advice is to not be scared by the chess community and to continue playing in the community if you're finding it fun. So um, I know I only started playing competitive chess when I was like in fifth or sixth grade. Um, you know, that, that was when I attended my first tournament. But I think if, you know, young girls, if they get to... Um, if they get to attend tournaments at a younger age and, you know, find a close group of friends, um, get a medal, get a trophy, like those are, that's so motivating. And so, um, and so just inspiring to continue to play chess. So definitely I would encourage young girls to, to just attend a chess tournament and find a friend or two, um, because you never know, um, what, what chess can provide you because chess can be a part of your life, even um, even if you don't play tournaments, you can still make so many friends at tournaments and connect with others, uh, you know, beyond chess and beyond tournaments. So I agree with that 100%. I think the connections and like relationships you make through chess are like, mm -hmm. like long lasting and they're just wonderful to have. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you so much for joining me on the podcast today, Maggie. I really do appreciate your time. 
And to all our listeners out there, I hope today you were able to learn more about Maggie and her journey through chess. If you are interested in being a part of Queens United, you can visit our website at queensunitedchess.org and sign up for our newsletter. And also make sure to follow our social media linked in the description to stay updated with our latest events. That is all I have for you today, though, but make sure to stay tuned for our next episode. Once again, I'm your host, Anisha Overoy. Thanks for tuning in.